Welcome to the Coffee with Kara podcast. I am so excited for today's coffee chat and I feel so honored that you're here to keep time out of your day to join me on this imaginary coffee date. So without any further ado, grab your favorite drink, maybe a snack, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I am so excited to have my friend Katie on the podcast today. She and I are talking about the game Disney Villainous, and this is actually part one of a two-part series. Today, we're going to be talking about what Disney Villainous is, what the expansions are, and what the different characters are, and like ranking them based upon easiness to hardness, and that'll make sense in a second. So just stay tuned, and here we go. All right. Hello. I am here with my friend Katie. Hey. And we are going to be playing Villainous, and we're going to try to do this on a podcast, and so you can learn about this awesome game without seeing the game, and so it might be kind of interesting, but let's see. So my friend Katie, she has all four <laughs> options that are out right now, and hopefully there will be more sometime yes. too. And so we're going to talk about the different options, like what the difference of the expansion packs are probably, and then like actually play a game. All right, so she has all of the expansions. Okay, so the first one that exists that first ever came out is called Villainous. I think it's about like, what, $35 or so? Yeah, it's like 32 I think like 32 Something like Around that. Around there. You can it find it at Target, on Amazon and stuff. It has six villains. Let's see. It has Captain Hook. Queen of Hearts. Queen of Hearts. Ursula. Jafar. Jafar. Maleficent. And King John. Yes. <laughs> and so that one's fun. And that's a good one to start. That's the one I started with. And that's the one you got second, right? Yeah. Okay. And then the first expansion that came out has which ones again? That one has the Evil Queen, Hades, and... It has the Evil Queen, Oh, the guy Hades. from Princess and the Frog. Oh, right? yeah. It, ooh, I don't know how to Dr. pronounce his name. Dr. Fossilier? Fossilier? Yes. Dr. Fossilier. The voodoo guy from Princess and the Frog. And the evil queen from um, Snow White. It's that one. And then, which one came, this one came next, right? Oh no, this is the newest one. Oh, okay. So I guess the Scar one would be next. It says evil comes prepared. And that one has Scar, Yzma, and Radigan. Awesome. And then this one came after that. It says Perfectly Wretched. And it has Mother Gothel from Tangled, Cruella DeVille, and Pete from Mickey Mouse. And that one's fun because it's in black and white. Okay. So basically, <laughs> how you play Villainous is you have a board that goes in front of you. So each person has a board. And on that little board, it's like a strip, maybe like a foot long, yeah. like four inches tall so it's like pretty small and there's like four different pictures of places from that movie so like if you play as scar you'll have like pride rock you'll have the elephant graveyard and then like a couple other places on there too and you're able to move to whichever location you want to go to each turn and then you have usually four options of things you can do on that turn you can do all four of them or you could just do one or two if you can't do all the things. Sometimes there's ones that like you can do five things at the location, or you can just do three, and it kind of varies. All right, and I think we're gonna rate the people in the order that we think easiest to hard. And so give us a second, and then we'll be back on to rate them for that.
All right, so we listed all of the villains out in order. Let's see, how many are there? There's six, uh, 12, 15 total heroes that, or villains, I guess I should say. <laughs> villains you can play as in this game. And Katie, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. How about okay. That? So I'm just rating the games that I have played or I have seen played a lot. Um, the ones I've only seen played once, like when you and I play. Um, and I don't count those. I just count the ones I played against my roommate or my boyfriend because we have fewer. Anyway, so basically you have a villain that you choose and each villain has a different objective. And I guess we can kind of go through those as we talk about it. And then whichever ones I don't mention, you can hit on. We do yours. Okay, so my easiest one, I chose Maleficent. Um, I chose this as the easiest one because it's one usually that I like to suggest for people when they haven't played before. I'm like, you should play as Maleficent. And it, she comes to the original pack and her goal is to start her turn with a curse at each location, right? So there's those four locations. She has to have some sort of curse at each location. That would be a card you play. My second easiest is Prince John. His goal is just to start with 20 power. Um, I think this one's second easiest because all you have to really do is bounce back and forth to different locations to just mainly focus on getting money and that's all you gotta do. It's super straightforward, really simple. Um, and you can just, if you focus on that, go win, most likely. Third <laughs> easiest, I put Captain Hook, and that's because I've played him the most, and so I have a really good strategy for Captain Hook. I'm trying to see, okay, yeah, here's his, uh, is that your easiest there? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Captain Hook's pretty easy once you know what to do for him. His goal is to defeat Peter Pan at the Jolly Roger, okay? And so, with those four locations, eventually Peter Pan will, oh, we didn't even talk about that yet. So you're playing as the villain, but your opponents are playing heroes from that movie against you. So eventually Peter Pan will be played on your board and you have to move him down to the ship and then defeat him there with a pirate army. So basically it's pretty simple, I guess. You just have to build your pirates at the Jolly Roger, unlock the tree, get Peter Pan down to the ship, and then beat him. Yay! And in the game, you'll have allies that you can play. So one of those actions, we'll go through those actions with y'all in a minute, but um, what, some of those actions are play a card, and when you play a card, you play an ally sometimes, and so that helps you defeat heroes that are mm -hmm. trying to stop your objective, or that are part of your objective. Right. So that's pretty fun too. So it's like very, very interactive, but kind of like solitaire at the same time too, which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one I did was the Evil Queen. This one comes in the first expansion pack and I've only played it, I think I played it last time I mm -hmm. came over. Yeah, I think so. Her goal is to defeat Snow White. Um, and I didn't win as this one. I don't think I think you won, but I think if I had played this one more, it would be fairly decently easy because um, it has a very straightforward objective as well. Okay, next up is Radigan. I've also only played Radigan once. He is from The Great Mouse Detective. If you have not seen that movie, go see the movie. Did you like it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Kara actually got me to watch that movie from playing this character. I had never seen the movie until I got this game, and I didn't even know that this character was a character. But yeah, the movie was really good. It's so cute. I liked it a lot. It's a little Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> but with mice and rats and stuff. But his goal, oh goodness, I didn't even... 
grab the thing. Okay, so he has two goals actually. At the start of the game, his is to start your turn with the robot queen at Buckingham Palace. But if your opponent um, that you're playing against defeats the robot queen or something, get rid of her, you flip over this tile thing and it changes your objective to defeat Basil. And so when I played as him, it was pretty easy to figure out what I needed to do and and to win. So that was pretty easy. Next I had was Yzma. Hers is to defeat Cusco using Kronk. She's from Emperor's New Groove. And also, if you have not seen that, it's one of the best ones out there. <laughs> you should watch it. But anyway, so hers is hard, though, because your opponent, once you have Cusco on your board, they can draw a card to play against you that has them shuffle Cusco back into your deck so it's, like, hiding again. So it's very much, like, related to the movie in that case because Yzma's mm -hmm. looking for Cusco. It's very hard to find Cusco. She's close to finding him, and then he, like, vanishes again. So that was tricky, but it wasn't. So that's one of my harder ones. Let's see. That's one, two, three fourth from the hardest for me next hardest is Jafar I've actually yes. never played as Jafar I've only <laughs> played against Jafar so I'm really good at like foiling Jafar's plans which is fun so easy to do it's so easy to, <laughs> there's different um heroes you can play against him that like steal the magic lamp back or he has to defeat the carpet before he can defeat anybody else and that's just the pain and so his goal is to start the magic lamp at the sultan's palace which is one of those locations and the genie under his control so he has to find the little bug scarab thing and to unlock the cave of wonders and then find the lamp get the genie hypnotize the genie and then move it over to the palace and so it's just like a lot of steps he has to do and it's really easy to defeat him as a hero against. I've never played as him, but she's really fun to mess him up. <laughs> Next is Ursula. Ursula is really annoying to me because I've never won as her, but I've caught really close where it's like the person wins and then I would have won my next turn. And so I'm like, Mah. her objective is to start your turn with the trident and the crown at Ursula's lair. And that one's hard, I think, because Ariel exists, mm. and Ariel is just a horrible little mermaid that messes up your plans, <laughs> and she can, yeah, she can move an item to any location, and so it can set you back literally, like, six turns, like, you have to, like, do a thing, and then when you could have won the next turn, and now you have to, like, wait forever to do it, and there's other cards, we can get a hero out of a discard pile, so even when you defeat her, <sighs> She can come back like that little mermaid does. Anyway, so she's my next to hardest. And then the hardest one is Mother Gothel because Katie knows I think of uh -oh. Mother Gothel each time she's hard. I've come over. And it's so hard because little Rapunzel <laughs> keeps running away from her tower. So it's so fun because you're like playing as the bad guy. When you watch the movie, usually you don't like the bad guy, even though they have really catchy songs, <laughs> right? But so Rapunzel is a hero that you have on your board from the beginning, which is unique, and she like constantly moves away from her tower. And so she'll go to the Snuggly Duckling, and then to the forest, then to the kingdom, which ironically is called Corona. And <laughs> so, anyway, but if you're trying to, her objective anyway, is to start your turn with 10 trust. And so you have to do different things with your cards you get in order to gain trust. And if she falls off the board, once she hits Corona, you lose trust. And so it's really tricky to keep her at the tower and getting trust. And eventually I will figure her out, but I haven't yet. So that's why she is my hardest. All right. So Katie has all yep. of them. And so she's going to Except go through. Except for the voodoo guy. We're yeah. calling him the voodoo guy because I'm not good at pronouncing his name. But y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Guy from Princess Frog. 
Shadow Man. Yeah, That's what that- his name. Okay, Shadow Man. I actually. I have played as all the characters except Shadow Man. <laughs> and you, I have... Your husband's played as him. Yes, before. my husband has played as Shadow Man. Okay, so you know what? I guess I could rate Shadow Man then because my husband has played as him. I'll throw him in there somewhere. All right. Like, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I have not played as Shadow Man, but I have won and lost as all the other characters. Okay. <laughs> so I guess it gives me a little bit of a perspective on them. Yeah, yeah. But, and I'll go ahead and read y'all as I go through the objectives of some of the characters that Kara has not played as or didn't uh, mention in her list because she was going off of the ones that she has seen played yes. or has played. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and start from easiest to hardest like Kara did. And I'm going to have to say, so this is one that Kara hasn't played as yet. Um, Hades... Um, from Hercules, which I just think Hades is so much fun to play. Um, his objective is start your turn with three titans at Mount Olympus. Pretty easy. You just got to get three titans to Mount Olympus. And it's a lot of fun because Baby Pegasus is like my favorite sidekick. So. <laughs> Baby Pegasus isn't in here, but Pegasus is. So it's a fun it's a fun game. I think he's really pretty easy. I, I usually can win as him. Um... He just has a lot of cards that help you um, defeat heroes really fast, which is really important when you're playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, if people play heroes, then they can block some of your actions, and it can make it harder for you to win. So the sooner you can defeat heroes, sometimes the better. Um, I'd say my second is the Evil Queen, which Kara had mentioned, I guess, mm-hmm. was your what? Fourth? It was fourth, but just because they had it played as her very much. Yeah, I've played as the Evil Queen quite a bit. I think she is a lot of fun. I... I you know, I think these, like, tie up. E- easy is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. When you get into the harder characters, they're fun, but they can be frustrating. Yes. <laughs> Captain Hook is by far my favorite to play. <laughs> just because I'm so good at him now, it's like, haha, yes, try it's to beat me. Like, fun. It's great. Yeah. It's just like, whenever I play, usually we'll do a game with me and my roommate, and, like, if she wins, and I'm like, oh, do we have time to play again? Yeah. I'm going to play as Captain Hook this time, because then I'm like, I have a running chance, because <laughs> I know what to do. But sometimes, like, literally, I've played twice where the map to the tree is, like, the bottom of mm. my deck. And so it takes a long time to get that. And so some of these, the locations are locked. So, like, think about, like, how in Peter Pan, Captain Hook was looking to know where his hideout was for, like, the majority of the movie, right? So Tinkerbell betrayed Peter Pan and came from the map to the tree so you have a card that is the map to the tree that you have to play to unlock the tree and then you can move peter pan but until you unlock the tree even if peter pan's on your board you can't move him over to defeat him anyway so sometimes he's frustrating but (laughs) he is easy and he's really fun to play so yes i agree with you on that yeah and i think it's important too because um it's a lot of fun to play the same character and it's actually that's what these games were kind of invented for too is learning how to play the best strategy for each character Mm -hmm. so you get better and you learn the strategy the more you play a certain character Mm -hmm. so it can be a lot of fun when you do that because once you get the strategy down it's pretty it's pretty fun um but yeah i'd say the evil queen is probably my second easiest she's a lot of fun i just like her she's got these cool ingredients and it's just a lot of fun you get to brew poison which is unique to her um it's fun i guess my third is prince john so the money guy um i actually had never seen this movie i still haven't 
I need to see You've it. You've seen Robin Hood? I haven't. It's What's so wrong with cute. me? I haven't seen I know. I mean, I've seen Robin Hood, like the seven iterations that are out there, the live action, but I've never so seen the cartoon. I know. It's I need adorable. to see it. I need to see it. So personally, um, I think this guy's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. It's just getting 20 money, like 20 gold coins or powers. And it, his is awesome because he has a jail location. Right. Which is awesome because his little jail has like no um, actions that get blocked. So it's great. So you're not really missing out on anything with him. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Anyways, his objective to me is just really straightforward, really mm-hmm. easy. So I'd say he's like my third easiest. Okay. My fourth is Captain Hook. Woo. Because he's a lot of fun. It's also a straightforward objective. Mm -hmm. I think like Kara said, some of these characters get a little hung up sometimes just because you have to have a specific card and it's like one card to Mm -hmm. unlock the location. So you kind of just... Some of this game is the luck of the draw. Yes. And I hate to say it, but you've just got to learn. Here's a tip. An insider tip Uh is sometimes to get those cards to unlock your locations, you just got to like discard your whole hand. Yes. And with Captain Hook, actually, he has this card in the hero deck that is TikTok, the crocodile. And if they play it to that location, if you move there, it literally says Captain Hook must discard his entire hand. Meaning your like hand of cards, but I think that's hilarious because the crocodile bit off Captain Hook's hand. It's like a <laughs> Yeah. But sometimes, like Katie was saying, like if you're needing to discard your cards, sometimes like the your opponent will be like, ha ha ha, you'll have to discard mm-hmm. everything. But you can be like, actually, I don't have anything I need to play right now. I have enough pirates, so let me just go ahead and discard everything. But I think too, Captain Hook has a lot of cards you can play each turn, mm-hmm. like to add items and stuff, and so it's really easy to go through your deck fast. Yeah. But so discarding is great. Yeah, it really is, especially if you need a specific card to open a certain location. Mm-hmm. It's a good tip to remember. Um, I'd say my next, so I guess fifth easiest would be Queen of Hearts. Oh, I didn't write her. And I would say, where would you put her? I put her as my fifth. And her objective is... Kira's got the card. What's her Oh, name? her objective is to have a wicket at each location and successfully take a, crop, a shot. So you have the little card guard people, right? The like playing cards that are her guards. And you have to have them at each location and then you have to turn them so they make like a croquet wicket thing. And then you have to play this card that says take a shot. And typically... Um, I think there's only been one time that I've played it or seen it played that the person hasn't been able to make the shot. Oh, really? Have you Oh, that? yeah. No, that's happened many times to me. Really? My husband and I have played <laughs> as her quite a bit. Um, and she, uh, there's been a couple times. There was one time it took me two times. Yeah, it took me two times a couple times. And too. so it was, um, she's a lot of fun though. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's pretty easy to convert the card guards to wickets. And even if they get taken away, there's so many cards that it's pretty easy to get mm-hmm. them. Um, she's just a fun character to play. Um, I'm not necessarily, this is going to sound horrible, but I'm not necessarily the biggest Alice in Wonderland fan. Me neither. But I actually really like this character in this game. She's just a lot of fun to play. And you can shrink heroes and enlarge them to like yes. a little mushroom thing, right? <laughs> where they like grow larger and shrink and stuff. So that's fun. I think I rate her as my fifth easiest too. She's okay. a good middle-ish towards the front. Yeah, she's like a good closer to the middle like Mm -hmm. she's you know not too hard not too easy i'd say radigan is next for me so my sixth easiest um out of 15 (laughs) um he is a lot of fun he has a lot of items so there's these cards called items allies conditions and effects 
effects. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, I said allies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them will have different things. Like, Hades, Hades will have titans. Uh, the evil queen will have ingredients. Maleficent will have curses. Mm-hmm. So, each character is a little unique in their own way. Um, and that's why it's fun to get to play them all. Because they're different. Um, but, Radigan has a ton of items. And, he's fun because his objective changes. Which makes it, like, exciting. But, at the same time, kind of, like, nerve-wracking. Because, you never know when, like, your opponent is just going to change your objective. Which can be kind of hard. Um, but yeah, he's he's a lot of fun. I'd say he's like in the middle. I wouldn't say he's like super easy, but he's not hard either. So I just yeah. kind of ranked him behind the Evil Queen. And then my next one is Yzma. Um, I've only played her once, mm-hmm. um, but I won. I, I would say she's probably pretty easy. Um, she's unique in that she has four fate discard or four fate piles. Usually mm-hmm. you just have one, which is where the heroes are drawn from. Um I think she's pretty fun. Um, it wasn't that hard when I played her. I'm just trying to remember, like, what... It was pretty easy. I think to... it's easy if you have Kronk real quick and you're really yeah. strategic about when you play Kronk because there's a lot in the Fate deck that can, like, mess him up. Mm. And because Kronk can... It's unique because he can star as an ally, but then, like, yeah. he can switch and become a hero at times, which I think is fitting for his character, right? Because he goes back and forth on, like, what's the right thing to do? And he, like, ends up being a good guy at the end of the movie, right? So that's tricky, too. So mm. you have to be very careful because you have to use Kronk to defeat Cusco. So he has to be on the villain side of the board. Yeah. That... I, I guess I would say Maleficent hmm. is after Yzma for me, which is funny because Maleficent was Kara's easiest. Well, and I haven't played as her. I think I put her as that too because I think that's Mm. a really good like introductory Mm. one because her game is so straightforward. But I will say my roommate and I taught one of my friends how to play this game the other day and we had her play as Maleficent and she got so close to one day. Like she had four Mm -hmm. curses down and we like would play a fate card on her and totally like mess up. One time we played like one fate card and was able to get rid of two of her curses and so it set her back and so she never won poor thing but like she got really close the both times we played she almost won see and maleficent i feel like i have like a love-hate relationship with maleficent in this in these games because my husband loves to play as maleficent so he's actually really good as her that's another thing you'll realize like if you become a villainous addict like me (laughs) and you have all of the games and you get to play them all the time um which y'all this this obsession like started in quarantine for me okay i was like really bored and they capitalized hardcore off me um And so, it's funny because Maleficent, what I've learned is when you play as her, it can be hard because people can... So, with Maleficent, what's interesting is her curses basically say that you can't do certain things. Right. So, you have four locations and each turn you have to move to a new location. But a lot of her curses will say if Maleficent moves to this location, once you play that curse, um, you have to discard a curse. Or if you play an ally to that location, you have to discard a curse. So, basically, it's it becomes a game where it's like, you really have to watch where you put her or else you're mm-hmm. going to be messing yourself up. Um, so, it can be kind of difficult. You can end up, like, hosing yourself, like, True. you know. But it's also, Maleficent, I guess, can be hard to play against because... Mm-hmm. Um, you really have to already have a hero sometimes on her board in order to get her with the fates that allow you to discard curses. Yes. So you really want to, like, fate Maleficent quite a bit if you want to... Yeah, if you want to beat her. Almost every turn, if not every other turn, you have to be fating Maleficent. Yeah. Um, 
And she has this one card called the Raven that is an ally for her. And mm. that's really helpful whenever you're able to get that quicker in the game. Because it lets you do an additional action on your turn and go places that Maleficent herself cannot go. And so I guess, what is she? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Mm-hmm. She's like eight for me. She's in the middle, I'd say about. Yeah, almost yeah. exactly. So she's about straight up in the middle for me. So next, we're getting into the harder realm. I would have to say Ursula. Ursula is my eighth, right? Three, yes. Six, seven, eight. Oh, nine. She's the ninth. She is really tough because I feel like her and Jafar are kind of in that same realm where mm-hmm. in the original um, villainous game, Ursula is just really hard with getting the, it's the trident, right? Yes. Yeah. The trident and the crown. And, yeah. So I haven't played as her in a while, but every time I have played as her, it's, it's come down like neck and neck to the other person because mm-hmm. it is just, it's, she, it's really hard. She doesn't have a lot of allies. No, she only has so two. So she only I has two, which is Slotsam and Jetsam, right? The eels. Yeah. yeah, the eels. And so it's really hard because Ariel can also really screw you up. I think yep. Ariel's the one that always gets played, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. So it can be really hard because um, Ariel can take the trident, right? Yeah, she yeah. can take that or the crown. Or the crown, yeah. So it just gets really hard. It's like you're almost going to win and then that happens. So Ursula's there. She's in the middle. Scar is next. Now, Scar is the bane of my husband's existence. Like, literally, he hates Scar. He had, like, a mental breakdown. I'm just joking. <laughs> he, I love him. But he, um, no, he absolutely hates Scar. Um, he refuses to play as him ever again. Um, I love Scar. Um, but I think that he is tough. And I'll, I'll tell you why, because, oh, we haven't talked about his objective. No, we haven't. Yeah. Okay. Scar is start your turn with at least 15 strength in the succession battle. What the crap does that mean? Um, that means that Scar has to have, um, he has to defeat Mufasa, which makes sense. Um, and then put, he, once you defeat Mufasa, you put him in a succession pile. It's just basically like a pile. Um, and then you have to defeat heroes, and those hero strengths all have to equal 15. Because each hero has a different number of strength on them that varies based upon, like, their actual character in that movie. So, like, Mufasa and Simba have more strength, I believe, mm-hmm. than, like, Timon would mm-hmm. because they're more threatening to Scar or something like that. Although yeah. I have no idea why Raja is more strength than Jasmine. Really? Yeah. I had never noticed that. <laughs> it's so weird to me. Anyways. Um, Guess don't get eaten by the tiger. Right? And then Raja gets plus two strength if Jasmine's in the realm. Interesting. Yeah. Jasmine gets plus two strength too, but it's still less than Raja. Huh. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't know Raja, like, I mean, Raja was a big character in Jafar, and Jafar in Aladdin, but I didn't realize that Not big of a character. Jasmine. Jasmine, yeah. right? All right, so back to Scar, I guess. Um, so yeah, Scar is fun. He's just really tough because as you're going to hear with Cruella in, in just a little bit, once you get into these tougher characters, it's really easy to play a card and just like take a character out of the succession pile or put a puppy token back in the supply or to take a trust away from like Mother Gothel. So there are literally cards that say like just... Basically, take your hard-earned work and, like, put it back. And that's what your <laughs> opponent plays against you. So, like, you can think, like, oh, this is great. I'm doing so well. And then you're, the person you're playing against can be like, ha, ha, ha. I'm going to play this card against you. You can't do that. So. Yeah. And 
I will say, um, it also depends, like, how many people you're playing with. True. So, we have learned that playing against, so just playing with two people, you can fade each other, like, every turn, mm-hmm. which really can set you back. Um, but it's also, it's it's a lot of fun, because we learn that there's, like, a limit where when you reach too many people, like, the most I've ever played with is three, and even with three people, sometimes it can seem like it takes forever um, uh-huh. When you get into playing with four people or more, you have a fate token, which doesn't let you fate the same person every single turn. Right. But when you're just two or three people, you can basically fate the same person every turn. And it's fun, though, when you're playing with three people, because then if you kind of be like, oh, don't fate me. Look, look, she has, like, yes. this. Kind of, kind of, like, <laughs> bargain with the other person. Be like, no, no, no. Or, like, she, like, the third person yes. might play something, and you're like, oh, my goodness, I cannot fate her because I'm already <laughs> on my fate spot, mm-hmm. and I can't stay here. And I have to go somewhere else, and that spot doesn't have a fate token. So you please fate so and so, otherwise they will. Win. And so like you have to like kind of, and then they can turn around and fate you instead. And so like you don't gotta like, like fight for your life. Yes, <laughs> it's so fun. Like I like playing with it three. Is. Two is my favorite, I think, because it is faster paced. I taught my parents how to play with six of us. And actually, <sighs> okay, so my roommate and I were the only ones who had played, and we played with my brother, his girlfriend, my and both my parents, and none of them had played before. So that was hard. Oh, so my roommate and I were kind of like running and helping <sighs> each person like know what to do on their turn. So definitely I think when you play start with like one other person and then maybe three yeah and, but you can build up technically you could have a game with 16 people but i don't think you would ever want to do that because it would take forever and be super hard yeah i think it would be too many people at that point i mean i know you can play with a lot of people but y'all it's like so much more fun with playing like with i mean it's fun playing with a lot of people but it's also fun playing in faster paced smaller right. games Um, but you know, the other thing is you've got to realize too, when like learning also pick a, like an easy character. Yes. Really pick an easy character. Some of these characters are like insane. (laughs) (laughs) I flip flop got lost in the chair. Uh -uh. Yeah. Some of the players, like I definitely would not recommend starting off as Jafar your first time, which ironically enough, that was my roommate's choice when we first started playing. I was Captain Hook and she was Jafar. But what we did was we didn't pick a new character until we had played as those for like the first four times we played the game. That way we could get a gist of like what the symbols were and there's a bug. (laughs) <laughs> what the symbols mean and stuff on the game for like what action is and then like the gist of it and then now she's decently good at Jafar and I'm I love Captain Hook so Jafar's still really hard yeah I'm I'm getting him he's <laughs> like at the end of my list I'm not even kidding Mother Gothel comes after Scar for me um and Kara, Kara had that one as, my um, as her hardest um Mother Gothel is pretty tough it's hard to gain those trusts because it's easy for a hero to take them away um, so just when you think that you're gaining a lot of trust, it can easily be taken away. So she's kind of like a back and forth, like a pull and, mm-hmm. you know, like a give and take kind of character. Um, but I love the artwork on her board. Yeah. This, this game's gorgeous. I love yeah, it. Yeah. It's just got the most beautiful artwork. Um, super nostalgic. <laughs> um, next character would be Pete. Um, which is like the old, I'm talking like going retro. Like the 30s or 40s, I can't remember when yeah. it came out. But it's, um, it's a lot of fun. I think I got his uh, placard here. It says, or his board, it says complete, okay. So this is the fun part about Pete, all right? Pete has four goals, actually five, but you draw four. You like put them all upside down. 
and you just randomly pick four goals and you put a goal at each location face down. And your opponents aren't allowed to look at your goals unless they draw a card that allows them to. But you can look at your goals, but they have to stay at each location. And the goals are typically specific to the location. But your opponents can move them, all that kind of stuff, or reveal your goals. But this one you kind of start out at an advantage because your opponents don't really know the goals. Now, once they've played the game a couple times, mm. they can guess your goals. Also, there's a handy-dandy fun sheet that you get in each game that basically tells you the five possible goals. And you can start to, like, put two and two <laughs> together when they start, you know, listing a whole bunch of allies or something. You can pick it out, but... He's fun. Um, he's hard, though, because instead of just completing one goal, you have to complete four. Mm -hmm. And they're not the easiest things. Um, what are they here? Aren't they? They're over here, I think. Oh, here they are. Here they are. Here are the goals. It says... If I can get the thing out. Okay. Here it is. His goals, or his five possible goals, are have ten strength of allies at one location, have three items at one location, spend six power in one turn, Gain four power from play a game, which is a specific card. Um, and have more allies than heroes at each location in his realm. So they aren't easy tasks. They're pretty hard, but they're a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, he's he's just a tougher character because he has more goals. His I like because it's in black and white, like the old yeah. Mickey Mouse cartoons. And so that's really unique because all of them are like really bright, gorgeous colors. And the artwork's still pretty on it. It's just in black and white, which I think is pretty. Yeah, it's really unique. His character's a lot of fun. And then after him, so my last two characters, so my second the hardest <laughs> is Cruella DeVille. I guess you have to make the evil, crazy puppy lady have like the hardest, one of the hardest boards. Hers is, can you guess it? It is start your turn with at least 99 captured puppies. Now, hers is unique because they have these puppy tokens. So they're these little puppy tokens and they range from 22 puppies to, or, oh, they alternate. Some of them have 11 puppies. Some of them have 22 puppies. And they say the location that, like, there's a corresponding location for the puppies printed on the token. And so with her board, you actually have to have a card, an ally, or a card that allows you to basically take a puppy to reveal a puppy token because you turn all the puppy tokens upside down, face down, so that you can't see the numbers or the location. So, there are cards that allow you to reveal a puppy token from the supply and then place them on your board. And then you have to use a different card or action to capture the puppy tokens. So, it's really hard because you need specific actions and it's really easy for people to block those. And it's also really hard because the heroes allow you to take captured puppies and put them all the way back in the supply, which like you just did three steps of work and now it's all the way back <laughs> at the beginning. So hers is just really hard. You've got to learn how to play certain cards like, um, you know, you've really got to make sure you play her allies early on. And you've got to make sure that you get a lot of cards that allow you to reveal the locations mm -hmm. of the puppy tokens so that you can choose which ones are going to on the board be easier mm -hmm. to get yeah so she's really tough i think she's like the bane of my existence i'm surprised she's not the like hardest on she your is extremely hard but i've got to say my hardest comes down to jafar um this guy i kid you not y'all he's in the original game and i don't know why but he's just so hard i mean 
I think what's so hard is like what Kara was saying. It's so easy to mess Jafar up. It is mm-hmm. so easy because he has to unlock a location. He has to play the lamp thing. And then, you know, he has to hypnotize Genie, which costs a lot of power. And he doesn't have a lot of power on his board if the other person has played a lot of heroes. Mm, true. So it's really hard to play mm. as Jafar. Um, and I just haven't learned... I have learned the best strategy. It's just his is one of those that's in the luck of the draw. Because yeah. if his card is at the bottom, then, like, to unlock the location, then good luck. So, yeah, I think those are my, that's my list. I would say the voodoo guy, if I had to put him anywhere, because I didn't really rank him. What's his objective? The voodoo guy's objective is control the talisman and successfully rule new orleans he is creepy i think he's like the creepiest one for me he's so creepy Uh, and his cards are pretty creepy too because his cards so you have to get a talisman and then you have to play a card called rule new orleans and you have like a fortune pile um his is really weird i mean i get it but it's hard to explain um his you have to have a fortune pile and the way you really, like, stop him is by building up the fortune pile. So there's certain cards that let you put cards in this specific deck that's called the fortune pile. And he has to pull the card Rule New Orleans from that. Interesting. So the bigger the fortune pile is, the less likely he is to do that. So you want to build that up. But he is really... I wouldn't say he's that tough, though. i probably put him before Maleficent and between Yzma. Okay. I probably put him there. So, probably in the middle. Um, my husband does really well when he puts this in. Um, but yeah, he's just creepy. He's so um, creepy. I hate the voodoo stuff. Like, in Princess and the Frog, I love that movie. But, yeah. like, I'm like, there are definitely scenes that when I have kids, I'm going to love her. Skip, 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 skip. This is scary. No, no, no. All right. Definitely. So, we are going to pick a person and then play yes. a game. And huzzah. <laughs> This is the end of part one of Katie and my villainous discussion. If you would like to listen in while we play a game and kind of walk you through how it works, go find part two of this podcast and give that a listen. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll talk to you later. Bye.